Hi, Sippers. Welcome to another episode of Talk Entertainment and Art with me, Wetusonga Kumalo, also known as The Anchor. Now, today's guest is yet another entertainer known as Tanduwazi Hadewe, who was born in the capital but raised in a small town called Big Bend. So today we're going to get to know him better because clearly he has a vast number of experience in the entertainment industry as well as other bits and pieces of business here and there. Welcome to the show, Tandigas. Thank you so much for having me, man. Um, I'm here. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> I've been such, I'm such a here. fan. I'm such a fan. Ah. I'm such a fan of the, the tea family. I'm such a fan of your work. Um, what? Can we highlight like I was saying, me? Like I was saying off air, I mean, you've really grown. Like from the first few times I saw you on when you guys were still sipping tea. Uh-huh. Like you're supposed to. <laughs> and to now, man, I'm really loving the growth, man. I, I hope I hope Mr. Director inserts a meme here. A nice <laughs> Beyonce meme because guys just feel Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man. You know, credit is credit is due. I mean, you gotta you Yeah, gotta just as we're going to give you credit today. Because mm. clearly you have been there. <laughs> you have been out there and just doing things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it's only been a couple of years, but it's been sort of compounded into like, it feels like a lot of years. It feels like 10 uh-huh. years plus. Because we're busy. Yeah. There was so much work that you were getting done. Yeah, man. Yeah, Working with was... promoters yeah. out of the country, starting yeah. things <laughs> here and there. I mean, at some point, at some point it was just crazy. Uh-huh. At some point it was just, it was just a lot to take in, you know. But I, I think mean, the fact that, Tinja, you started off in Dur- Durban on its own is just yeah. a city that is a lot to take in. It's just, <laughs> it's a busy city. Yeah, and to yeah. think that's where you started off, how was that for you? Um, Durban was amazing, man. Durban was amazing. Um, this is me. This is my first stint at uh, tertiary education because mm-hmm. I was at Howard College campus. Yeah. And uh, it was a crazy time because you're just stepping out of high school, right? Mm-hmm. And you are trying to figure yourself out. Yeah. You're trying to figure out, I mean, even even what colors you like. You know, that whole thing is just shaken. Wait, you were trying to find out what colors you like. Yeah. In tertiary. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I mean, growing up, I, my favorite color was blue. <laughs> but I got to varsity, I'm like, actually, I think I like black and red <laughs> and white. I think we all grow up to like black. Yeah. yeah. No, for me, do. it's my it's my safe color. It's my safe color. As I'm, and I'm like, always in all black. You can see, I'm also in black. It's like, also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So how was that? Because you were working with clubs, festivals, yeah, yeah, yeah. and you also started student-wise, right? You were part of it. Okay, so, okay, I'll just break it down. Um, so, um, I started out, I think student-wise came came first, and mm-hmm. it wasn't my thing. Student-wise was a, it's a company that's still, still there now, mm-hmm. um, that basically hires varsity students mm-hmm. for promotions and activations, right? Okay, that explains the name. Exactly. So yeah. Vele, it was always the first thing they always ask for is your student card. They need to confirm that you are a student. A student. Um, yeah. So that was the space that put me into understanding in nightlife as a teguin. Mm-hmm. You know, because you'd find a good. I remember one brand nightlife, that's nightlife a teguin. Why does that sound dangerous? Um, no, I mean, it was just, it's vibes, you know. Is it because I'm saying it in Vanek or it's nightlife in Durban? Is that... Is, is yeah, that I think better? nightlife in Durban <laughs> sounds a little more... <laughs> I think that sounds a little more yeah, safe. Yeah, 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 no. But I mean, 
Um, so we used to do like certain activations of um, brands that would require us to be at clubs. Okay. Um, so I don't want to I don't want to call them out now, but like <laughs> certain alcohol brands, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so you'd be there at nightlife doing your promotions with mm-hmm. a couple of ladies, and you know, moving the product around. And moving the product. Why are you making it sound like you guys are starting cocaine? Oh no, man. It's not <laughs> <laughs> because okay, let me let me break it down for you. So Mongena, right? Yeah. So you enter the club. Um, you just uh, been searched and everything mm-hmm. um the promotions usually they're the, they're the first ladies that you see mm-hmm. um, either you're gonna see the host of the event or um our ladies right yeah. so maybe if it's um i'm gonna throw a brand out there if it's maybe i remember i remember savannah dark was in at the time um so the ladies are all black tight dresses blah 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 uh-huh. uh, with a tray would you like some would you like to taste this item you know yeah. so basically that was the, that was what we were doing mm-hmm. you know so other brands the russian bears the you know so hey, russian that's bear. how the whole uh-huh. thing came would say oh so this is what happens at night you know this is what Durban. happens at night in Durban. yeah so i think that's when the bug really really started to bite uh-huh. Um, and then uh, over time, you know, just uh, because I was someone who was um, somewhat a little politically active with like student movements. Okay. Um, so SRC and, you know, so. You were part of the SRC? I wasn't part of the SRC. But I was a were... member of SASCO, okay. which is like an ANC branch of like a student lokunja, mm-hmm. you understand? So. Um, so planning events, so the freshers, things like that, you'd find yourself being in the conversations, mm-hmm. you know, so we do a fresh and dugu dugu, you're on stage, bambi mic out of nowhere. You and know? you just have to take that And it's that just up. vibes, you know, and yeah, that's where it really like bit me. Actually. I like this, man. There's something this here. This fun. You know, uh-huh. so yeah, so that's, that's student wise sort of put me onto that. And then, yeah, man, just just writing a few things, house parties, mm-hmm. you know, rolling with the gang, you know, and just having hanging fun. with some DJs, you know, um, Touch of Soul being one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we really got some good access when he was still, <laughs> when he was still in the scene, yeah. you know, when he was still fully in the scene. And yeah, man, so that's, I think that's where the bug really bit me, you know. And my question is, okay, you're in tertiary now. Yeah, yeah. Kaya. Talk to me, look at your phones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like true. they told you to go to school. Yep. You go to school, mm-hmm. you become a part of this student wise mm-hmm. company. Yeah. And now you're going to clubs. Yeah. You're promoting alcohol. Mm-hmm. All these things are happening and you are inside. Yeah. You are the one promoting all of this. Yeah, yeah. Did that kind of bring a certain image back home of you? So my parents didn't know. In fact, I think this would be the first time my mom's actually finding out about student wise. Um, so my parents didn't know, but I had some sort of like a side nyana hustle, mm-hmm. right? Um, initially, Vela, you leave home to further your studies, you know, to and to discover yourself also, and you know, <laughs> you are representing the family. Yeah, and you were representing you know, in the club. You, you understand? <laughs> but eventually, this this the social side of me. I realized how how well I do in social settings, mm-hmm. um, how well I relate with people. Yeah. You know, how well I'm able to hold conversations, how well I'm able to influence. Yeah, you know, people's choices and things like that. So. School became somewhat of a social experiment for me because I realized it's okay, sharp and tell a good dot for a degree, yeah, of which I did, you know. You did the job, you did what they said you should go and do. You understand? So that was fulfilled, but it was an experiment for me to see the growth in myself. Um, for the lack of a better term, 
you know, I'm just a kid from Eswati. You know, I mean, I, I, in high school, I was at the top of the food chain. Now I'm at the bottom of the food chain all mm. over again. And just trying to find your way and trying to find yourself in that whole Les Petit Pits, as a university, because yeah. it's a space where nobody really cares, you know, at the True. end of the day. The bottom line is no one really cares but you're so concerned about what this person and that person thinks of me that's you know true. It, it's also just a part of it so first year second year were like that but the moment i got to third year i'm like man, i don't care ah, ah. man ah. we're all here to just try and figure <laughs> this life thing out yeah you know so that was the year where things really started to happen know, started to you. happen because i started coming into my own and it, you sort of attract certain things. Mm. You attract certain conversations. You attract being in certain spaces. Yeah. You know, you find yourself um, doing social things, doing entertainment things, you know. And just experiencing life on a different level. Exactly, you know. So, yeah, man, I think... Hey, I came back with a degree, so... <laughs> because that's what you went to do. You went to go and fetch a degree. Yeah, and you yeah. came back with it. Yeah. And when you came back, you started working for Observer, right? Yeah, so when I came back, um, I came back um, 2016. Yeah. Because um, I finished I finished my degree a semester late. Mm-hmm. So I, f- I was supposed to finish 2015, mm-hmm. but then I finished first semester 2016. And then I was in Joburg um, from around July to, say, November, December. Mm-hmm. Came back to Eswatini, Mbabane, more specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I've got a friend, Mtubasa. Um, he's, a, he's a deep house head. He's... Mm-hmm. He's a, he works for Observer um, and also has a page called Beats on Beats, right? So and that's it starts, the page you were writing Yeah, it starts, so that's how it started. Gutsi, um, ish out here, I'm a bit overwhelmed with mm-hmm. work because he does the IT and stuff. So yeah. the, the page was his just passion project, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, hey man, we're both lovers of music, you know, so let's just chop it up and see what happens. So yeah. I'd write La Panalapa, you know, fill in the gaps, you know, and just bring a different perspective to the whole industry and what I thought of it at the time. I think my question would be that mm. as this person who is experiencing a social part of yeah. him, how did you come to find out that you're good at writing? <laughs> <laughs> it was, it was, I think it was just uh, third year. Yeah. You know, third year when you're writing your your research projects, you're writing your assignments. Um, I started understanding the power of being able to articulate your thoughts into paper, and it actually coming across to the person who's reading it as is. You get what I mean? Clearly, so you're that's a better human being than I am because <laughs> I did not get all of that from my project. Really. I was just like, Data analysis, all I need to know is numbers. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I did not discover that I can write through my project. Yeah. Because it was, I mean, for me, it was, it was, it was, it was a, it was a, it was a moment where I wasn't really doing well at school. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't doing well because, not because I'm stupid or anything. I just was not really being conscious of putting together an assignment. Yeah. You know, um, okay. just understanding how to word things, how mm-hmm. things flow in an assignment, how when someone is reading something, you know, so I kind of, got the gist of Gupala at the time, mm-hmm. you know. So and captivating the exactly. reader. Exactly. So when Dubasa hit me up on this, I was like, I really love music, mm-hmm. you know. And um, the music industry, La Swatini, was something that I was very curious about. Mm-hmm. You know, would say, what's happening? You know, what are gents doing? What's what's the vibes, you mm-hmm. know? And because I was hanging around with Dubasa, he was in spaces where he was with DJs a lot. He we were doing, going to certain events. So I, Got a feel for goods. Oh, okay. So, these are the vibes. So, it gave me 
a lot of content to write about. Yeah. Um, and it made it easier for me to even theme a whole two, three pages. Mm-hmm. Right. So that that sort of got my foot in the door with um, the Swazi Observer. And then I I just, out of nowhere, I, I'm, I, love, I love motoring, right? Yeah. Because you also so, did a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I love motoring like really, 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 really bad. Um, so I tell I tell my homie I'm like except bra you know um, we only have two national publications in the country right mm-hmm. and the bigger one you know Times of Swaziland has a motoring um, sex segment every Thursday yeah um, but I was worried about the content because I was someone who was consuming motoring content from all over the world right so I'm pretty clued up so I had sort of like certain issues and i used mm-hmm. to write to them like at times i used to write you know, responding <laughs> to what's this what's that what's going on How's here? It? you know and eventually i caught on to the fact that not not it not people are not writing mm-hmm. right it's just what's on the internet blah 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 let's put it out there you understand wait hold on <laughs> <laughs> hold it right there yeah right yeah from the internet, copy paste pretty much that's varsity kind of situation because that's what we, do. we used to reference they don't reference plagiarism. No, plagiarism. We had we had this thing called um oh goodness, what is this program? Where you had to submit your assignment in the program. Do they do that? And yeah, that that one. That What's one. it called? Um, turn it in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. At my school, they I don't know if they tried to do it, but we were just too. <laughs> so got with, away with, with it. us, with us already, plagiarism was a big no-no because you'd find they'd give you iliwe but see not more than 5% plagiarism yeah. so it'll probably be like a sentence that is just stolen from somewhere not more than 5% you Yo, so I what that taught that us that taught us two things right it taught us the importance of referencing where you get your information because nothing comes mm. from space you can't nothing yeah, just that is true everything is inspired by something and everyone deserves credit for what they write exactly two paraphrasing you need to be good at paraphrasing Taking information and putting it in your own words, you know, and understanding honestly, because if you don't understand what you're then reading, you're write, you won't be able to you're paraphrase write it. Noise, you see? <laughs> so yeah, so I, I was I was pretty because I mean I'd see some of the things and I'm like I read this in somewhere mm-hmm. not so long ago and okay fine the referencing is there I'll I'll I'll, I'll give them that you know mm-hmm. but some of the information was irrelevant to the Swazi market it was irrelevant to the Swazi motorist it was irrelevant to the Swazi consumer mm-hmm. right. And so I just, something came to me, Gutsi, just write a proposal for the, the managing editor at, at The Observer. So I wrote a proposal. And they approved it. I figured it. it out. I came knocking at his door and I'm like, sir, <laughs> this is what I'm bringing to the table. Yeah. Um, here's how it's going to make money for you. Here's how it's going to make mileage for you. Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Took him a couple of weeks. But eventually he fell in love with the idea, mm-hmm. you know. So I started off with like two pages. Right. Yeah. And I had content for days, Pelamina, because you're always reading about. I'm this. reading about it. I'm watching just... Formula One every weekend. I'm watching MotoGP every weekend. I'm watching. Okay, I think this things. is the chance for me to learn about Formula One because, guys, <laughs> it's been everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like it has been everywhere. And I'm just like. But what do you what, what do you know about it? I just know that people drive go karts. <laughs> I think that's what the cars are called. Yeah, nah. Because wait, like I love cars, nah. Yeah. Like my dad and I, like my dad yeah. mostly bought those top car cards. Remember those? Yeah. Yeah, and we'd always play. My dad would buy all mm-hmm. these Top Gear yeah, yeah, thingies. Yeah, the publications. Yeah. yeah, but I just, I just know the cylinders. 
there's a so, windscreen. Okay, so so you want you wipers. want a short a short crash course as to what Formula One is about, right? And said, I'll give it to you. What to song is listen? I'll give it to you and <laughs> I'll try. I'll try. I'll try listen. break it down in like five minutes, right? So Formula One has ten teams. Okay. Right? There's ten teams, two drivers per team, right? So that's twenty drivers. Okay. Right. Do you know at least one driver? I just know this one that has been trending. Apparently, he's just the best. Is it Lewis Hamilton? Yes, that one. The That's the one. one. He's the one, black. He's black. He's the one that met. He's the one black that got that the side. medal thingy me. Yeah, he's black. That side makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, <laughs> 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 yeah, because well, for us, Anti Pillar, he'd be what? He'd be colored. Yes. This side, yeah, because his, but I think his mom the is colors. white and his okay, dad you know, that's is... Okay, that's another conversation. Yeah, it's another conversation altogether. <laughs> We're getting a bit uh, carried away. Formula um, 1. Yeah, so Formula 1. Um, 20 drivers, right? Okay. Um, there's first, second, and third. Like there is in every other sport, right? Yes. There's a certain number Gold, of points silver, that bronze. you earn. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Right? There's certain... They change the, they change the point system... Uh, my friends will be so mad at me. They changed the point system for 2022. Like they did a whole lot of stuff for 2022. Mm-hmm. Like it's a whole... It's a whole lecture on its own. Yeah. Um, so yeah, Tony drivers, um, basically tracks around the world, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole idea of it is um, not only is it promoting motoring and some of the best, some of the best technology that you yeah. have in cars today has come from Formula One. Really? Like the mere fact would see now Briga Imoto, your lights come on. That's Formula One. Right? I thought that was a standard. No, but if it, that's where it can like from the, I think from the 60s. Yeah, like Formula One in the 60s or 70s. That's so where like the technology Formula came One from. Formula One is like the fundamental part of motoring. That's basically where, where, where guys, companies that have Formula One teams, that's where they test some of their cutting-edge technology oh, before and then they can replicate me, I it. I drive in, to test for the companies. Because is this thing working? When you're getting a fully tested product. So Formula One, the guy who's driving the Formula One car, hmm. that's the guinea pig. My point exactly. He's yeah. the guinea pig. That's the guinea pig because okay. and based on us, tr- we're trying this technology out. We're trying to and figure it out. And you're aware that we're trying this. That's why they get paid so much. Oh, yeah, because Formula One is such a dangerous sport. Yeah, because they're it's always such driving so fast, sport. and yeah. the corners they're just like Tseh, exactly. So it's such a dangerous sport, and yeah. So basically, that's what drives it is yeah. the fact that. Everyone is just testing out cutting edge technology for everyone else to benefit from, you know. Okay. So yeah, man, uh, do you do you get a picture? I get it. I get the picture. Yeah. I get the picture. Yeah. But A for effort, I try to understand. So when are your next job is to pick a team? I think I'll go with the one with the with famous Hamilton. guy. Yeah. That's Mercedes. Okay, so we're we're, we're okay. We're Does okay. Audi have a team? No, um, Audi has teams everywhere else besides Formula One. So there, there's different racing. There's different racing um, cl- um sort of like championships right? uh-huh. audi has is, has developments everywhere besides formula one because formula one is just it's a tricky space to get mm-hmm. into and it's very expensive well mercedes it is <laughs> oh, cool. how did we get here we'll talk about your motoring yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah um yeah so eventually um it gets my proposal gets approved. Yeah. Um, I actually read that proposal quite often because I still have it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's always a reminder, Jaguzi. You know, sometimes you need to show people what you think works. I think, and I think we may need to borrow that proposal, <laughs> Mr. Director. <laughs> we have a few proposals to write yeah, ourselves. Yeah. Hi, man. Um, uh, but uh, I'll send it to you guys. It's not Please, it's, it's we'll you. reference. You, you'll be inspired. <laughs> it will be your Don't worry, we'll, we'll reference. Yes, you we must will. must reference. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll come for my 5%. Then. 
when you guys finally get those um those monies. Um yeah, so I started off with two pages mm-hmm. and from two pages to four pages from four pages to six pages, from six pages to eight pages. And you are doing all that writing. Yeah. And now I'm at a point whereby the other publications are now asking what's happening there. What's going on? Who's this Who's person? That? And with me, because I was so specific about relevant content, um, I was doing test drives. I was going to dealerships. I was, you understand? <sighs> and, 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 and test driving the car that your mom would buy or your dad would yeah. buy. You understand what I mean? So everything that I write about is now relevant to you. The mm-hmm. cars that you see every day, you understand? Yeah. That was, for me, that was my passion, Gutsi. Um, people should have more knowledge. Not everyone has the time to go for a test drive. That's true. Um, some people buy cars, but sitting in but to again. Some people buy cars and have no idea how this car mm. drives and it just looks nice. True. It gives that prestige. A, a few weeks into title. it, they're like, I think I made a bad investment, you know? Because this car's expensive. Exactly. And and it's, it's, it's I mean for most people it's your it's your pretty much your your second largest investment after mm, a house. That's true. Yeah, it's so um just making sure good see people make um um knowledgeable decisions mm-hmm. um on such a purchase. It's not a joke, it's anymore, you know, and mm-hmm. then insurance comes that and there's all a whole lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I used to focus on all of that stuff. So your insurance, you know, like tires and mm-hmm. you know all of the other stuff stuff that people don't sort of like ignore it's 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 no longer really spoken about like mm-hmm. i even had a segment i remember i did one for the ladies i think it was i think it was it was august so it was women's month and the theme was women so yeah how women can change a tire like things like changing a tire with your heels on you understand like i wrote about all of that stuff you know so i had a couple of ladies hit me up on some yo I know how to change a tire. Yeah. You know? So for me, that was touching. Good see, you know, people are learning stuff and it's mm. life-saving stuff. You know, actually that's that tire true. is, it's, 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 it's something that can happen to anyone. Um, but I always get so scared when, when, when a woman is on the side of the road and she, she's got a blown tire. You understand? He can't even call anyone. He has to pull up. Mm. And yeah, so... It's yeah. just a set of skills that women should have. Everyone should have it, not True. just women. Yeah. Because you don't want, even as a gent, you don't want to be a gent. It's like, it's like gulagin. It's just a default. Hey, that you I guys know guys. Know I know guys who can't change tires. Ask the guys in this room now. Can they change tires? Director, can you change a tire? Tevin. Yeah, I can. <laughs> so, they are, so they are the exception. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. But like there's gents who can't change tires. And it's weird. Like imagine now you're with your hand. Say gupamal tire. You don't even know if you have a spare wheel in the back. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to like you like genderify this whole thing, but mm. I feel like it's something that now with the day you buy a car, now don't you? You should know how to change a tire. Well, that's another red flag added to the list. If you can't <laughs> change a tire, I'm ladies, sorry to the gents, it's man. a red flag. <laughs> it is a red flag. Yeah. So after you moved from Observer, you went to work with Solanis. Yeah, yeah, As, yeah. Let me point out your titles okay mc yeah pr yeah uh, manager yeah all these three titles by one weren't you a dj as well yeah yeah i rocked i rocked eventually yeah all at Solanis. yeah 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 you were making money hey man that was home <laughs> that was home man that was that was that was home mm-hmm. um it's it's i think it's rare you know sometimes to to find to find family Mm. you know because how it all began was just it was just it was just god's timing you yeah. know 
um, you know, how I started emceeing at Solani's, it was just, I I felt a need. I felt mm-hmm. like, you know, there's something, something, something's missing. Mm-hmm. There's a disconnect. I see the DJs are rocking. Yeah. I see the people are having a good time. But there's something that should be connecting the two. Yeah. Right? And basically for me, that's the job of an MC. You know, so that's how it all begins now. Okay, and wait. Yeah, you felt like there's a disconnect between the crowd, yeah, and the DJ. Yeah, so MC. Yeah, that's where. But the you're MC also comes an from. activist against MCs shouting out in yeah. between the DJ set. Yeah. So you wouldn't say, uh, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a science. Are you feeling it? There's a science to it. Yeah. Right? There's a time and a place for everything. Okay. Right. There's a time and a place to say things like that, mm-hmm. right? Um, it's so important. I, 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 I le- and I learned this on the job, right? Yeah. So, <laughs> mind you. Mm-hmm. And I learned, I figured out on my way. Mm-hmm. And I was, I was learning, Gutsi, from the DJ side, um, your job as an MC is to basically ubeng number five be their their defender mm-hmm. be their um like you set the tone yeah i can have a, a, a dj from uh for all you know but my job as an mc is to hype this guy up his name and who he is so yeah. much you guys would swear because he's the best you understand what i yeah. mean type of thing that's the job of the mc that's how because how the MC perceives the, the, the DJs, how you guys will receive them, especially that the Namaj. That is true. That's true, yeah. Especially if you don't know the DJ, you know? So then I learned that along the way, right? Mm-hmm. And then also, um, sometimes the people just need a little bit of, you know? Yeah. They need a little bit of, you, you know? You need to remind them that... They need a little bit of... They need of, to feel the fire. You understand? Mm. And as in your cards, you find, would say, I know that they're in for a treat, but they just don't know the DJ. Right. Okay. So my job is to set you guys up. Good see, yo, y'all, you guys need to, you guys need, you to, need pay to pay attention. It's about to get crazy. Yeah. You understand what I mean? And so, while the while the vibes are playing, you are able to hype them up in such a way that when 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 the DJ finally comes into their own, because also their research is important. Mm. You as an MC have to know who's coming to play, what they play, understand their craft, look for their content. Yeah. Ask for a mix. I mean, I used to ask DJs on a lineup. This is before I was even entertainment manager. This is me just an MC. Mm-hmm. I used to ask, who's on the lineup? Bang Chele, what's okay? So and so's on the lineup. Hey, I haven't seen this person. I haven't seen this person. Hey, give me their numbers. Mm-hmm. Except, do you have a mix? Let me, can I listen to your stuff? Do you have videos? Do you have links mm. where I can see your stuff? Because I just want to see what you do and so how that you, you know do it. Exactly. So I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You understand what I mean? Nalo DJ na yabesuba comfortable. It's okay. I can rock. Yeah. You understand what I mean? You make everybody in the space comfortable, one, to receive the vibes and for the DJ to give all they have, you know, and just leave it all on the on the stage or on the dance floor. So You had a lot of fun at Solanis. A whole lot. <laughs> I can t- I can tell a whole lot a whole lot it was hard work but fun was always 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 part of it I think the one thing that I would want to ask you mm-hmm. especially in line with this place that you called home yeah was when a lot of things were rocking 
this yeah, place, yeah. the allegations, yeah, the yeah, drama, yeah, yeah, yeah. all of that. Yeah. How did that make you feel as someone who advocates so much mm-hmm. for this place to the point where you call it home? Because yeah. you can't just call any place home. Yeah, that yeah. is a place that is really, really dear to your heart. Sure, so how sure. did that make you feel when all these things were coming at you guys? It's tough, you know, like every family, mm-hmm. every household. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. the unfortunate part is that we as Solanis became so big that you couldn't ignore the brand. Yeah. So everything that would happen is happening under a microscope, mm-hmm. right? Um, so those times were tough. You know, those times were tough, but um, because it's family and because it's a brand and because you understand, I mean, every brand goes through the craziest things. Mm-hmm. You know, brands that we consume every day. Your Coca-Colas have scandals. Mm-hmm. Your, your, your whatever... Every big brand and brands just in general have their scandals because That's at the end of the true. day, they are run by human beings. Mm. We need to forget people that, that make mistakes. Everyone was, makes a mistake. Yeah. You understand? Everyone makes decisions that are, you know, span your flesh mm. and blood, your brains. Mm-hmm. You know, we all, we're right. It, everything is run by human beings. And for everything that is run by human, a, a whole car, for example, yeah. you know, accidents happen because of human error. You understand people lose lives, you know, it gets crazy, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, man, it was it would be very stressful times, you know, but understanding how big the brand is and understanding how much of an influence it has become to the entertainment industry as a mm-hmm. whole. Just the whole idea of trying to figure out the best way to persevere mm-hmm. and keeping the brand as 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 pure as how it should be, because at the end of the day, it represents um, I always used to call it um, when I used to write about it was it's an urban oasis, mm-hmm. right? So basically, it was it was it was it was writing or basically showing you as a a, a urban dweller in Babane yeah. how to rock, you know, yeah, having a good time, you know, how you go out, you know, and dressing up and looking fresh <laughs> and putting on your fafas, yes. you know, to look fresh and rock and and starting to understand how nice it is to. To, to be a groove, be looking and feeling good, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, man, just just focusing on the bigger picture and trying to just meander and move around and try and figure out a way, but keeping your eye on the bigger picture because at the end of the day, this brand is just, yo, know, there's... It's too much. <laughs> it's too big for all <laughs> yeah, the scandals. It's, it's, it's crazy, yeah, yeah. And then from right there, you mm-hmm. went into logistics. Yeah. You are just going in and out, in and out. You're trying, I'm going to dip my toe here, and it works out. I will dip it here, it will work out. Yeah, I told (laughs) you. So you you. went into logistics. Yeah, so logistics has always been a love of my life. Um, I'm going to tell you a little story. Yeah. Um, So uh, this is five-year-old TK um, with mom, Skamanzini, I think. So a friend of hers comes to us. Um, you know when these aunties say, how young kumbula mean? And I'm just like, yo, yo, I don't know her from above. So, right. And she asked me, what do you want to be when you grow up? Mm-hmm. You know? And I told this lady straight in the face, I want to be a truck driver. I've never seen my mother so embarrassed. I had to be a truck she driver. Was, my mother was just white in the face. But I think truck driver is like, better. My cousin said she wants to be a dragon. My grandmother okay. nearly cried tears. <laughs> yeah, that's, 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 a, that's a wild one. You need to get her checked out. Eh? <laughs> but yeah, so since since the tender age, man, I've always had a love for, for trucks, for mm-hmm. buses, for 
just moving things around in bulk how mm-hmm. things move you know how lo- how how freight moves you yeah. know from point a to point b how 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 your rice krispies get from the factory to, to your yeah. bowl yeah. you know what i mean so it was always a thing for me right and yeah the opportunity came and um yeah lockdown happened we went rocking like we used yeah. to i had a lot of time on my hands um and i was like this is this is, this is the time you to know, plan to it try out. Try it out. You mm-hmm. know. Not even plan it out. This wasn't you planned. You had already planned. I had no plan. You just went in. You did say that. Exactly. I had no plan. All I had was a dollar and a dream. Use the dollar uh, and try to Fulfill figure it dream. out. You know, try to figure it out. So yeah. everything, every day it was. Because when I got my little mini truck, it was at home for like two weeks. No plan. <laughs> you didn't know what to yeah, do I'm with like, it. I'm like, okay, we have this item now. Now what? <laughs> so then you spend some time trying to figure out, trying to look, oh, it's okay. Gents are doing this. Okay, this is what works. Yeah. Doing your research with the, with the thing outside. Because I think it, it, it offers that heated motivation. Good mm-hmm. yo, you need to get this thing done because then for ERO, salangapan. You get what I mean? So, yeah, that's. I literally figured out my business from the ground up on a daily basis. And how's that going so far? Hey, man, I had an accident. I don't know if you. Yeah, I had an accident. I lost the truck. I had an accident. Um, well, you ended up buying another truck. Uh, no, not really. Not really. So here's the twist, right? I, I, I had an accident, bad mm-hmm. accident, and things got weird because that's where the depression kicked in, right? I hope director understands that depression is real. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Director. <laughs> um, I, 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 used to, I used to mise depression before, yeah. before that happened. Um, but... When it happened and you realize, Gutsi, yo, like you can, like just being a happy-go-lucky person that I am, it was a shock, Gutsi. Some days I just can't get out of bed. Mm-hmm. Like it physically hurts to get out of bed. That's how mm-hmm. bad depression would get, you know. So the reason for that was because we were going, 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 doing so well. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden it was... Everything just cut off and everything just stopped. And my focus now had been very in my business. And I wasn't really focusing much on entertainment Mm -hmm. as I was, you know. So having my focus in one place and that that, that eventually just being cut off, you Mm. know. So it took me on a weird trip, man. Took me on a weird trip. Took me a while to recover. Um, but yeah, we're back now. Uh, we're happy. We are. Uh, we're, we're right now. We're, we're back good, to we're making recovered. moves. Um, you know. So yeah, man. Yeah. So I had that going, but we're still we're still in logistics. Um, definitely. Um, just bigger this time around. Yeah. You know, lessons were learned. Um, money lessons were learned. Mm-hmm. Business was learned. How to do business negotiations. You yeah. Know? Um, so much was learned on the ground. That now I think ah we're unstoppable this year. You're just going. Ah, we're just going. We're just going. I think to close off the show, I would want to ask you that with all this experience that you have in all these different departments, to that one individual that actually wants to go into maybe one or more of the fields that you've been in, Mm -hmm. what Mm -hmm. is it that you would say to them? Oh, man, a lot. I'd say a lot, man, because right now, now I'm just thinking of the the 16-year-old who's in grade 10, grade 11. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, who doesn't know what they want to do with their lives, mm. doesn't know, um, you know, yes, I'm going to be in grade 11 next year, then matric, then what? You know, okay, yeah. maybe varsity, you know, if you're privileged enough. Um, if not, then what? Um, I'd say believe in yourself, you know. 
um, you have to believe in yourself because everybody is just too busy and too not really genuine enough to really believe in you for what you really want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to believe in yourself. You like no matter how crazy, how crazy that thought or that intuition or whatever that is that God has planted in you. Yeah. No matter how insane it might sound when you say it out loud, you need to believe in that mm. because that is that is your your ticket to touch lives that is your ticket to 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 to, to breaking generational curses yeah. that is your ticket to becoming someone you know who one day can change so many lives yeah. you know so you need to believe in yourself firstly and secondly as dark as this might sound no one is coming to save you hey no one no one is coming to save you because um we have a generation of 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 people who who feel entitled, yeah, right? There's we a feel, lot of we feel entitled to um, this person has to do this for me because mm-hmm. we are this. You understand? Because we're or siblings, this person, we're exactly. Best friends. No one is coming to save you for as long as um, you don't really believe in yourself. Um, we can come and save you. We can come and say, "Here's a fifty thou." Mm. You understand? But because our plan, you have no story. You don't believe in anything that you've ever you know, conceived and gone veniaco, that 50,000 will be blown. It'll go to waste. It'll go to waste because we are basically planting on... on, And the minute the other family members hear about that, no one's got you. It gets weird. So, yeah, man, definitely I'd say believe in yourself um, because no one is coming to save you. Yeah. Yeah, that is for me. And that's basically my thing. That's what gets me through... The dark times, you know. Yeah, because you've been through them. <laughs> <laughs> so we can trust that that actually got you through. Yeah, definitely. I'm still here. Evidently. I'm still here. So Evidently. Yeah, man. So just believe in it. That little, that gut feeling, man. Even if it means dancing at the robot. Mm, that heat that you feel you, here. We all have it. Yeah. We all have it. So believe in that. Believe in that. Don't listen to Banfu. Abantu Bazotini syndrome needs to stop, yo. Like that thing is keeping us from so much talent. It's keeping us That's from true. so much good vibes. Um, just, just, and just do just, you. Just do you, man. At the end of the day, it's, it's the only chance you have, you know. That's true. And it's we the only, only version of yourself life. you have. Exactly. So just, just rock, you know. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much for joining me on the show. It has been an absolute pleasure. Yeah. But I'm going to throw it to you, Mr. MC. Close us off. <laughs> you can't have all this experience and I don't give you a chance to shine. Not happening. Okay. Um, I'm sitting back. Guys, this is um, this is the Tea Podcast. Um, yeah, man. Thank you for having me. You guys need to subscribe. You guys need to like. You guys need to comment because this platform is becoming the next big thing and if you're not part of this now that is solar later you know so shout out hey, to the bro, team look at you taking my job bye <laughs> stickers <laughs> <laughs>